Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. We start things off with something magical and refreshing that I experienced here in L.A. that I had not experienced for a very long time. What it is, you will just have to listen and find out. And also, sleep paralysis. Rick's experience is something that I know a little bit about. And then I have my first experience with a police funeral procession. Oh my goodness, it was something to behold. And so, with that, episode number 221 of Stream of Thought, we hope you enjoy. I don't know if you've ever had this before, but when I was in school and studying, like, psychology and the state state of dreams and all that sort of thing, like, you go through REM sleep and your body enters into paralysis. And in the same way, when you go through surgery, you also enter into paralysis and stuff like that. And then you hear these horror stories about they're performing surgery on somebody and they're actually awake. And, but they can't do anything. They can't move. They can't do anything like that. I've never had this happen before. But as I was waking up this morning, I was awake. My mind was awake, but I could not move my body. My eyes would not open. My body would not move. I was like, and I, I mean, intellectually, I knew this is just natural human thing that can happen to people. But at the same time, there was kind of this panic. It's like, just move, just move, like something, move, move. And I would say it felt, it felt like it was five minutes where I'm just sitting there in this homeostasis of not being able to do anything. Uh, and I was just like, please, please just let me, let me twitch my toe. Let me open my eyes. Let me like twitch my hand or something like that. And then after five minutes, finally, uh, I was, I don't know what it was. My, my foot was able to twitch and I was like, okay. But then nothing happened for another like 60 seconds. And then it happened again where I was able to start moving and so, with all of whatever the internal thing that I had, I rolled myself off of the bed and landed on the floor, and that snapped me out of it in a moment. It was the most terrifying thing that I've ever experienced. I mean, I can't imagine, oh my god, somebody who's like in paralysis Bro. being like, oh my god. I, I told you about this, didn't I? I told you about this. Yeah, but experiencing it is something totally different. Did you see the man with the fedora? No. The sun had already risen or it was still dark and the lights were out. It it was raining, so it was still dark out. Okay, but it was light enough where you could like walk around without the lights on? Yeah, uh kind of, more or less. So it was dark outside yes, still. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean they're like a fucking detective trying to figure this out okay so come on okay but okay i've had that happen before i've had and it's and it's uh and what my what i do my method is i put all my effort into my chin and i try and move i start with the head i try and move and then i can kind of get the arms a little bit but i've had it too where all of a sudden you break free and you become conscious again, and your body's in the middle of a movement. And everything that you saw that you thought was real was a facade because there's, like, tiny little discrepancies that you don't realize until afterward. Like, I had it happen where it was my room, 
and I'm looking out the window and then I come out of it, but the window's on the other wall, not in front of me. But in the moment, it was very real, but everything else was the same. But, uh, yeah, so you haven't experienced the other half, have you? <laughs> no, you're just freaking out of it. You're just... It was so. It's, it was you're very traumatic. lucky because you're no. Listen, you're very lucky because this is what I. This is what I've experienced lately. There's another side though. There's another half that uh, I don't know if I should tell you because then you might experience it. But there's another half of this that uh, that uh, well, you'll just be happy to experience what you experience now if you experience the other half. Tell me the other the half. You have you have to tell me the other half right now because this was something like I've never experienced before. I want to know if you, there's a part two. There is. There will probably be a part two. So the first time this happened to me, I didn't know that it happened because I've heard about sleep paralysis and I could only imagine what it was like in my head and then I experienced it and I was like, oh, this is what it is. I experienced it a couple times and then I didn't get freaked out about it until after I learned what I experienced and then it happened a few times but not to the degree that it was before. I didn't see, I didn't feel or see any uh, other entities in the room. But, uh, Wait, yeah, dude, what? you got to do some research because it's uh, it's freaky, man. It's freaky. So the first time it happened to me, I uh, I had it right, and I remember I could see a figure in the room, a man with the fedora on the other side of the room. It was no, a silhouette. It's no, always a si- it's always no. a silhouette. It's always a silhouette. But I wasn't scared because I didn't associate the sleep paralysis with the man with the fedora. I just knew, like, I was, and I didn't feel scared. Like, I saw this other figure, but it was just standing there, and there was nothing that felt threatening. It was like kind of weird, but I didn't feel threatened at all. And then it happened um, again. I can't remember the time frame exactly, but it happened. I'm in bed. And this is the one where I see the window in front of me because you know how my bed was in my room before I moved out of my parents' house, right, against the wall? Mm-hmm. And uh, and if I were to sit up in my bed, you could see the window out in front of me. But that's not how my house is like, but this is when it happened. And at the edge of the bed, there was this alien, a little, like, three-foot alien creature with a really long finger, like, really long nails and fingers. And he was this little slender, little two- or three-foot alien at the edge of my bed standing there. And I couldn't move. And the bright light outside my window I knew was his spacecraft, and I couldn't move. And that freaked me out. And I remember trying to yell for my dad, and I couldn't move. And I woke up, because you think you're awake, but you're not. It's in between conscious and unconscious. It's this weird frequency that's in between the two, right? And so then I wake up to full consciousness to myself lifting my torso out of my bed and sitting up in bed, like coming up and already yelling, Dad! And I heard myself say that as I was waking up. My dad comes down, and I was like, oh, sorry, I just had this wacky dream. That was really weird. And then I had it again last year, a little over a year ago, and I was in my bed, and I couldn't move. And through the corner of my eye, I could see a shadow, and I could feel that there was another of another presence there. It was just through the corner of my corner of my eye, like a real quick, uh, you know, fraction of a second thing. And then, shortly thereafter, I could move, and I was like, "Oh, that was weird." 
and then God. I watched this freaky documentary about it, and which you would criticize the hell out of the documentary. I found it entertaining, but I'm. But they're talking about like how is it possible that all these people, and this is re- in recorded history too, have the same, I guess you can call it phenomena because it's like all the same things happening. You feel pressed. You feel every your whole body is pressed into the bed. Like gravity is stronger, or like there's a force keeping you from moving. You you feel pressed in. You can feel and see. It's like it's very real. It is. It's 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 a trip, man. It's and 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 you can start to feel it come on. I've had it happen where I can feel it come up through my legs and I can shake out of it before it fully happens. And then there's other times where like I'm kind of half asleep or whatever, and I jerk awake. But when I I know when I wake up, I'm I. I like jolt, but my body doesn't really move, right? I'm like, okay, here we go. And then I try and move with my chin, and I haven't experienced any entities in the room. That was only like a couple times, but uh, the the yeah. the the, sc- the scariest part about this, though, and I don't know if I was awake or asleep. I mean, like it felt like I was fully conscious because I was in the area, and it was like I woke up. I think it was I woke up at seven fifteen. And was like, oh, okay, I have another 15 minutes. I'm just going to lay back down and try and get another, I had another 30 minutes to be able to sleep. It's like, okay, you know, do that. But then I'm, I'm sitting there and then over the course of the next 30 minutes or whatever, it's like, okay, time to get up. My eyes wouldn't open. My, like, I couldn't even open my eyes. Like, I, I could not move. It was, it, but, but at the same time, I was also like, it felt anyway i don't know if this was a and, and that's the weird part too is that you don't know if it's a dream or if it, it is genuine sleep paralysis where your conscience is present in the moment but i'm like i need to move i need to move but i can't move i can't like i can't move it's the gray area between worlds that's what i believe it to be that's what i believe it to be i believe that it is a gray area in between two different worlds I experienced was on the more minimal side. I've heard people's stories that are more intense. And you know me, I always find this stuff entertaining. Like I'd always talk about you with you, you know, several years ago, ancient aliens, right? Like I like this type of stuff. But you, but I also, when I have experiences like this or something else, I try, I lean more towards the experience than the logic. And as somebody who is so logic oriented, I'm like, this makes no sense because I am, I am fully cognizant. I just can't move my body at all. And what yeah. the, what the actual hell is going on right now? This is like, I, but, but I went back to like my, my psych classes and stuff like that. It's like, oh, you know, sleep paralysis and stuff like that. That happens. It's like, it's going to happen. But it's like, I'm trying so hard in my mind in that moment when I can't even open my eyes, like do something. And so, yeah, my, my foot twitches and it's like, okay, okay, I'm getting there. I just, I just need to do whatever. Finally, I was able to just, I was near the edge of my bed, roll over and get to the floor. And it jolted me back awake. It it was, I've, but I've never experienced something like that before. It was crazy. I think it was when I was editing the, last episode uh you've had these experiences and then you try and draw logic into it i'm like bro you'd be so much better off if you just accepted the experience and not try to label it as anything because uh i remember when you were saying 
you danced around it or you said it in a way where later I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is he saying this – is this priest saying that he does not believe in demonic possession or – wait 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 rewind what because we've had this conversation before i was like oh yeah this sounds familiar but i didn't address it right away because it was so subtle i'm telling you it's a freaky experience when you see the man with the fedora and uh it's you can't like how is it possible this isn't how is this random if this has been recorded and all these people have the similar experience this thing that happens in your head right all the but I think uh, you're – I mean, obviously, you're not going to grow as a man of God unless you experience the other side, so. What What if I had recorded myself? Like, that. that's one of those things where it's like – I mean, like, blessed are those who believe without seeing. And I'm one of those um, heretical individuals who must – see to actually believe and it, it's just it's but are it's you crazy like because that because like, you're like that or because you think that you need to fulfill that self you need to self prophesize as that title right i, I do now I, I well this is the way that i am and this is this is how i am i think i think that is part of it i i think that there is a certain element to my own being where uh, it's just, I'm, I am way too intellectual and I need kind of a, a reassessment at certain points. Sometimes. As long as you don't feel the creepy presence, I'm cool with it. It's an, to me now it's when it happens, it's annoying, but I'm so happy. I don't have the creepy presence when it happens. So I'm just kind of like, all right, this is just a few minutes where I, I have to like shimmy my way out of it. It's like a fucking game that I have to play. Shimmy my way out of it. I've, I got the good end of the stick at the moment, but again, mine was minimal cause I was, it was creeped out a couple times, but then I didn't like realize how crazy it was until afterwards. And then since then, I never had it happen. But dude, oh, I will tell you this. I mean, I kind of did this to myself because again, this wasn't a direct experience. It was more what I saw after the experience. But imagine like <sighs> – I feel bad for people who are mentally ill because to everyone else, they're just crazy, this quote-unquote crazy, but to them, it's very real. Who's to not say that like they're experiencing something that's beyond what we have the capacity to, to see or feel, right? Imagine like being afraid to go to bed. I would be like creeped out going to bed. I'm like, fuck, I hope this doesn't happen tonight. <laughs> for a few nights, I burn the hell out of some sage, but it's kind of cool. I welcome it. I kind of welcome the uh, – as long as it's not – not the creepy experiences, but I welcome anything that wants to communicate with me. But I was going to ask, like, how often does that happen? It's never happened. I want it to happen. I would love to somehow have something reveal itself to me. That would be very cool for me. But I've never had it happen where something where there's a dialogue or there's an actual conversation. The only thing I've had experience really that 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 fits any of that is just those creepy somewhat threatening entities you feel the man with the hat and maybe his henchmen in the room and the and seeing the silhouettes or seeing that little alien i think i couldn't explain i did see like a weird light in the sky that i was like was that a fucking alien but maybe not i don't know but that's it can i can i tell you that when i was growing up i remember this like clear as day it's it's one of those like seminal moments where uh i was in my parents room and i was a child i was only you know a, a like 11 12 years old or something like that and they opened up the window and i looked out and i saw a face in the moon and it spoke to me like in a way that 
surpasses understanding and it it was it was such a weird feeling to like encounter something that felt like it was uh i don't know as somebody who's so analytical and kind of i don't know like you know me i'm you I'm need data who, you need i evidence. need i need yes i need evidence and, and stuff like that but to see something like that and for the fact that I still remember experiencing that and that that was something I saw a face in the moon. Like I saw the man in the moon. But then what did you feel or what do you think it said to you? Or you just felt a connection? Cause I've seen the man in the moon. You see, it's the, the, the design, the way the craters are. Right. But I, I feel so weird saying this out loud actually right now, because this is so anti my, no, because you probably don't allow yourself to believe it. You probably want to believe it, but you're not letting yourself believe it. Yeah. That is so That's true. That's what it is. That is so true. But you know what you're not going to believe? At least I can't. Is the fact that it rained today. It was amazing. Dude, it was so... I didn't expect it at all. And it was so refreshing. I was outside a little bit when it started. Those like first few raindrops and it was a little cloudy. I took a nap all day because I was really tired. And I woke up and it was cloudy, so it was cool. And... Uh, started raining and then it started raining more and I had to go outside to take my recycling out and it was the middle of the rain and I didn't get like soaking wet but it was just so refreshing to see and feel rain. I feel almost delirious trying to think about it. It was the first time that I felt, oh wow, like a true Californian (laughs) because I'm like, I remember when I moved here and it would rain because when I moved here that fall and that winter was the most it had ever rained in like six years. So when I moved here, it was raining all the time. I was like, oh, this is cool. It just rains in the winter. It was more rain than usual. When I moved here, people were like, rain, looking out the window. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> everyone's like, everyone's put in a trance, like in Cowboys versus Aliens, when they're in the cave and everyone's just looking at that magic light that keeps them there. That's what it was like. Everyone's just looking out the window, rain, rain. And now I've reached that state. You, it was you, beautiful. It was you, refreshing. It made me feel like a child. It made me feel like I was back home. I all, I very much enjoy the days that are not sunny. I love my sunny days, but it does feel great to have cloudy days or cooler or when it rains. It's amazing. What did you uh, do anything to take advantage of that experience? Did you go? Did you go out and spin around and be like? Uh, I don't know, whatever fucking movie that has, like, a, ra- yeah, a rain scene or something like that. I came back to edit the uh, podcast episode. I was outside on the phone with my mom for a while when I woke up from my nap. That's when I noticed that uh, it got a little, it was, like, cloudy. And it started to rain, just, like, a few drops. And then I was inside doing something. I looked out the window. <laughs> and then I decided to take this recycling out because I just wanted to go out. Give an excuse to go outside. I really didn't need to take recycling out. I just wanted to. But it felt amazing. Dude. Uh, I can't remember the last, the last time it rained though, I will tell you, I was going down the side of the building because the courtyard had too much water in it. And I opened the door to get onto the sidewalk and I take an extra step because I didn't want to have like step in the few inches of water. And I took the step right in front of where the gutter is. And as I took that step above the water water sh- shot out of the gutter and went all over my foot i was like fucking a 
I can't remember when that happened, though, but that was the last time that it was raining. So, for me, anyway, kind of changing topics. So, you know, uh, Joe was a former police officer. It turns out that there was a, like, a 29-year-old who ended up passing away. He had, like, an ear infection that ended up growing, and uh, I think he contracted COVID or something like that in the area that we were and so he ended up passing away after like 24 days in the hospital and the it it was it was kind of a local news story that everyone was talking about and so as per those who work in law enforcement in this area and i don't i don't remember if this is something that people in chicago or if you've like seen that in la where they hold this massive and elaborate funeral where they have all the cop cars and they have all the, you know, bells and whistles to honor that person. And so here I am with Joe, who is a disgraced former sheriff. Uh, He's got his hat on. He's got glasses, like dark glasses on and a mask on hiding behind a pole and telling me, I, you know, the news media is there and all that. And he's like, I don't, I just don't want to be seen. I just he don't didn't want to be seen. seen there. No, because he was like, he was national news. And so if somebody caught a sight of right. him and had a picture of him, it's like former disgraced sheriff, Joseph Saccone is here right now. Like, yeah, kind of thing. But and, why would he go to it? Did he know the guy or did, he somehow? He did. Or? Yeah. He just felt like he. He, he did know the guy. Or does he feel like he's still a part of the team even though they kicked him out? So he knew the guy. A little bit of that too. And I think, I think part of the reason why he wanted to remain incognito, so to speak, was because um, he was friends with this guy, but he asked him while he was in the hospital, would you like me to perform like last rites or something like that, he said, no, 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 I, we can't do that. Like, it's not, not, it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't that it would be inappropriate, but it, it was like, it wouldn't look good. And I, I think that that kind of hurt Joe's feelings more or less, if that makes sense. Right. Can we just call it right now? <laughs> like, that's what you're saying. Let's just call it right now and just wait it like, Kill this. Yeah, I, I understand. So. But has he ever done one of those? Do you think he was going for the merit badge or was he genuine? He was going for a merit badge. He, I, I think it was. I, I hadn't done that before. Wanted to check it off his list. I think it was both. I, I think that <laughs> on, on some level it was, yeah, totally. I uh, can understand that. And, and so, I believe that because I want to believe that he is compassionate, that someone will be compassionate, but I always want to, I would like to think that he's thinking in his head and this, and it would be a nice little bonus. I'm not there for that, but I'm going to get it while I'm here. So why not? And then it's all better. <laughs> the, mer- <laughs> the merit badge. <laughs> like I, I was listening to the last episode editing uh, he wants to, we said something along the lines of rolling up his sleeves and getting the, crossing that off his list for performing an exorcism. That's something he wants to really sink his teeth into. <laughs> He's that type of guy. 
That is, <laughs> it is, it is so true. Try, trying to be, trying uh, to be a part of monumental experiences. And so, you know, he, but, but he also, he realized that was not going to be his place. And so he was like, you know, wake up early. We're going to walk over there. And so we're standing out there for probably, um, a good half hour as dude, I don't know. Have you ever seen a police officer's funeral? I, I mean, this is this only in the movies. It, I've never it seen is one in real life. Something to behold. This is crazy. There are so there's probably a good. Um, I would say okay. So I'm not going to exaggerate. Uh, probably a good twenty five to thirty motorcycles. Probably good thirty to forty police cars, and they they do the whole procession. And so the motorcycles go first and then the police cars come after and the carriage and all that go afterwards. This was, this was beyond something that I could have possibly imagined. And I, I took a couple of photos like just down the block. They, they blocked off probably a good three, three to four blocks of the street. And we got there, and as it was going on, bro, it was like, when is this procession going to actually happen? And then it was because the, the chapel service where they were going to was going to start at 10 in the morning, and we ended up getting there at about 9, and we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. And then finally, at about 9.50, they brought the casket out, they put it into the hearst and the door remained open and i looked to joe and i said what's going on like what like what is this i i don't and he and he as somebody who knows everything about all this stuff he said i don't know like this is weird and then after the door of the hearse, the rear door of the hearse was left so, open. So, so yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and and the 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 chaplain who was there because the the priest was at the chapel, so you had the chaplain there, like at there. It's like you know, if he was going to say final final blessings and stuff like that, it would be a couple of minutes. But it was open for like fifteen minutes, and I asked Joe, makes no sense. Like this, it it should be done by then, and then. After 15 minutes, suddenly you hear, what do you think? Helicopter. Not just one, two helicopters. New Jersey State Police and NYPD. Helicopter flyover. It was the coolest thing. Like, it was it was the craziest and coolest thing. But, like, but it's a no-fly zone. And so I'm sure that there had they to be logistical fuck, issues and stuff like that. But they flew over the avenue, both of them, NYPD and New Jersey PD. Like, they ended up coming over, like, even though it was a little bit late. Like, I, I, and, and Joe said, I've never seen something like that in my life before. Not for any fallen officer in this area. Really? It's the first time he had ever seen something like that because his, his father was like, he had, uh, his father had something like 300, 400, uh, police officers 
go through his uh, his father's procession. But was he killed in action, or was no, he... No, he just, he just died. I don't know what they call it. KIA no, is probably the, military... The, 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 the guy who died... Oh, yeah, you said the, the ear the, infection. You said, yeah, oh, that's right. Of course. Okay. Okay, right. But, right, right, right. but still, NYPD, NYPD helicopter. Like, seriously. That is cool. It was the deal if NYPD is going to send their helicopter over the river. And for and for the logistics of that, because they don't allow that sort of shit. Like after 9-11, that's all no go. And yet somehow this this 29 year old um, meant so much to so many people that it was it was he got he got the works and it was. It w- it was actually really moving. Uh, I I was shocked. Uh, and uh, there were there was actually uh, Officer Greg, who I think you I don't know if you met him, but he's been on the Recalled podcast a couple of times. And uh, he was he was the union or he is the union president, and he was directing traffic and stuff like that. So um, he was he was there just at the crosswalk, and we were like. Hey. The helicopters, man. I think helicopters, I think experiencing that would be cooler than the jets going over a stadium. I mean, that's cool, but it's two and a half seconds long, right? The helicopters, are you can savor it a little bit more. It's closer. The symbolism behind it. The symbolism. <laughs> and, and Everyone, wake the fuck up. We got a funeral in the house. Hello, everybody, everybody. Maybe you have your attention, please. When I show you the video, and the video is just incredible, because they're 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 going simultaneously over. It's clearly a memorial symbol where they are literally, you know, within six feet of one another. They're synchronized with one they're another. They're synchronized. They look like they're one. They look like there's a giant bar in between, like they're one unit. And they just come over. But the fact that NYPD for a Jersey cop, like a suburban Jersey cop ends up coming out to do that bro like i i love i love these like random experiences i'm glad i was there for that because that was definitely something that i am never ever gonna forget at my office in chicago we could see the air and water show from our building but i never actually went to it on the beach there's just way too many people and i suppose it might look cool up close or i don't know how up close you can really get at the beach but I've seen that from the skyscrapers and like the airplanes in the sky doing tricks and stuff. It's like, fuck, dude, all that looks so cool. But it was so crowded. I'm just like, I never want to do any of that stuff. I can't imagine being like one adult responsible for like six kids or something like, fuck. And it's hot outside. Until next time. Until next time.